Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is April 13th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan! Doing, uh, doing okay. Doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in there. You know, another weekend, Easter weekend, and uh, a lot of Masters Rewind talk that seemed to hold the golf world and maybe a broader sports world captive for a couple of days. So, yeah. Uh, it's good. You know, it's good. They're the Sunday. I mean, here's where I'm at. They're the Sunday scaries. Then as you'll come to know, they're the Sunday. Actually, you won't come to know because your wife works for you. They're the Sunday scaries when, which after our first child was born, the Sunday scaries times 10 when the last night of your wife's maternity leave. Then they're the Sunday scaries the last night of your wife's maternity leave in the middle of your global global pandemic when your kids are all being homeschooled so i've got that going on right now a little, a little anxious about the what we're facing in the coming week in terms of how the schedule is going to play itself out am i going to be able to get my shotgun start spotlight research done will i just be shouting questions at you it, I, you know, we, could, hey. you know, could put some strain on my 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 uh relationship <laughs> Can, uh, you know Adversity and, and less time usually yields creativity. Yeah. We're seizing the opportunities from a shitty moment. So that's where we're at. Uh, did you watch the rewinds? Uh, I watched bits and pieces. I I fought with my yard uh, for a good <laughs> chunk of the weekend. I wa- I texted you. I was like, are you going to you know strap in for this Ernie Els heartbreak? You know, a lot of people see the 4 one as the Phil Leap and all that. I think you probably view it through an entirely different lens, I would imagine. Yeah. And I text you that. I'm like, are you watching this on Saturday? Because, oh, not at all. I'm, just, I'm, doing five, I'm in the middle of five hours of yard work. You were just wrapping up. So was that a conscious choice, knowing that what you know about the 4 it was 60 degrees out. I got a lot of lot of things on the list of things to do out there in the yard and and you know what is, tra- what's on the list of things to do for five hours out there? Oh well funny you ask. Is so, the fence back up? No, no. That is that that situation has yet to be broached. Uh, broached, okay. The uh we've got these two evergreens that I just hate in our front yard. It's like right by our entryway, and they've been like overgrowing over the oh, yeah, over the awful. over the stairs to our front door. Yeah. So Mrs. went out there and started chopping. Wow, and, this is really like a you know uh, kind of a simulation of what your work taking on, sort of hitting close to home. Yeah. 
overgrown, <laughs> unmaintained tree growth, and that you're just chopping away. Well, so she just <laughs> takes the shears to them, and all of a sudden there's a giant hole in one of them. <laughs> like, so, sort you know of like, how like the the pine the pine yeah. needles. Yeah. There's all these branches behind without any pine needles on them. They're dead. <laughs> dead. Well, they're dead. So yeah. there's like sort of like a cut first, ask questions later type so dish. She cuts in and gives us no choice. We just chop the bottoms off these things. They look so ridiculous. <laughs> and it took up my entire afternoon because I not only had to cut all these branches and shave these trees, the bottoms of them down, then I had to fucking bag them all. I mean, they should broadcast this. This, I think, there should be a there would moderate interest in a stream of you fighting with your yard like this. So, oh, it was awful. Wow, what you? Th- I thought the masters did a fantastic job. Quite I did, honestly, I did I just, too. I'm talking about like whoever runs their social media, their website, the just kind of leaning into it. Maybe it's a very strange times doing different. Th- you know, they're sending out cocktail recipes on Thursday or Wednesday, yeah. whatever it was. Or changing the logos, adapting. I thought it was just a really cool effort on their part, sending out the old pin sheets. You and I and another friend of the program always make fun of the like, well, here's the uh, second round of the girls U.S. Junior, the boys U.S. Junior pin sheet. It's like, why are people sharing? Well, Brendan, some some of us have greens books and I chart the pins onto the greens books. So I know everything I'm watching that afternoon. Even when I can't watch. Second round of the Desert Classic, (laughs) PGA West, pin pin placements. But I thought that was even cool. Just the old school pin sheets. I mean, I don't know. It's not like I'm charting them. You know what they did? They did a good job with it. They made the most of a shitty situation. Yeah. The bar was raised for these other majors who, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know what you do with the... Are you going to show old PGAs in mid-May? Well, it just shows how how lazy the folks that are running the Major Golf Network and Major Golf Tour have been the last eight weeks. What do you say? We should have these this kind of eight weeks. It feels like eight weeks, like five (laughs) weeks. I mean, they're just something. They they put some thought and time and effort behind. Okay. We're going to play this at this time on this channel, and we're going to make it feel like something. We're just not going to throw up last year's Valero Texas Open eight times in a week. That's right, I guess. But it's it's also the masters, like everybody. Yeah, I got I got that, but you don't have to do a lot to get me excited about golf. Sure, and you don't have to get golf. You don't have to do a lot to get. There's nothing on TV. There, this is this is ripe for an opportunity to do stuff, and the Masters took advantage of it. So props to them; they did a great job. I yeah, wouldn't we're, expect we're, I wouldn't expect anything. They always outclass the other golf organizations with the, their product, and they it did was, it again. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm talking even just down to like minute social graphic, you know, just little little stuff that just made it feel like you were. Just, celebrating something together um my wife was i i was watching the today and and she was like why why are we watching I'm like, you realize this is like the most significant golf 
event of the last like 20 years <laughs> right here. Yeah. I will say personally for me, it was very cool because I'm never home for the Masters. Yeah. And I wasn't home for the Tiger one. I've never watched it with my kids and they got into it. And especially they got into Phil yesterday too. They really got into that. Like, oh, that's sad. <laughs> Should have gotten it was into Ernie. Because they're old enough. They're getting older. You know, I don't sit down and watch old Master. It's like, you, where do you find the time for that? But like you throw it on, on the background or whatever it was. And they got into it. So it was personally very cool for me in that regard. And my wife, you know, uh, allowed it. I, I don't know that she was, she's probably similar to your wife in terms of like, why is this on? But it was just, you know, background and, you know, it, it was cool for me personally. But again, I just, I thought they did a good job with it. I don't know why we can't build that library with the players talking about it. Like they had Tiger and like they had Phil the last two days on CBS why we can't do that more often why why we can't just i mean that should whatever i'm not i'm not throwing something revolutionary out there the espn classic existed for a reason um but like it would just be great if the usga the all of them pga tour we could get that a little bit more and maybe the yeah players- i wanted to hear about i wanted to hear from charlie hoffman number one in the valero texas open power rankings i want to hear <laughs> <laughs> about how special his uh what was it 2017 did he win i don't know i, I think it was remember. 2017 2017 yeah. or 2016 when at the valero was these are moments in history that we need documented no no but I, i'm talking i agree about i'm, I'm agreeing with you. 70s stuff anything they, you know that, you that hoffman cool. win at the valero was an exciting win he had a big fist pump I don't remember it at all. I can't claim to. I agree completely, though. It's it's so easy to do too. It should, we shouldn't. It shouldn't take this like extraordinary, you know, pandemic and circumstance right now to to, to really like. And I'm not talking about these cut up, diced up, one hour uh, films. I'm talking about the full broadcast with like running commentary from the players who were in the arena. So this is like, I think something that I hope all networks learn coming out of this, Mm -hmm. that playing old, great games or old, great rounds, great finishes is like an acceptable thing to do multiple days a week during just hours that you need filled. Like on Tuesday night, if you're the golf channel, it's a okay with me if you play one of the great rounds in the history of golf. That's sure. fine with me because yeah. yesterday the, or not yesterday, a couple days ago, I, I've been working all day and I, you know, I turned on the TV and I had lunch and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch some TV while I have lunch. And I started watching, uh, the, the T wolves Lakers series. Remember when, when KG took the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe to seven yeah, and he yeah, was playing like yeah. point center and he was bringing the ball up. And, and all of a sudden I found myself engrossed in this game that I remember watching as a kid. And it was awesome. I was, yeah. I just had so much fun. I was watching KG Latrell Sprewell. Sam Cassell <laughs> was hurt, unfortunately. And yeah. a play against Kobe and Shaq that, you know, and it's like that, that's great. I'd much rather watch that than like some like highlight show from last night on loop all day. Right. Uh, I thought 
specific to this week. No, I, I agree. That, that makes so sense. They, they need it's, to adopt this into I don't their know if it's future cheap. programming. I don't know if it's cheap for the networks. I don't know if like the organizations, rights holders, put them over a barrel on that. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, for how much could they cost compared to like Seinfeld? I mean, Seinfeld's on all day on some yeah, channel. That's true. That's true. Good point. I mean, I just, um, I wonder what the rating does. What do you think that, do you think like, say today's rating of the fi- of the 2019 final? I, I know not that that's a validation of anything, but is that bigger than some live Valera? Probably. Right. I think maybe. I, I don't follow. I don't know much about ratings, but I, I would. I feel like it probably will be higher than or what? Like, go look through whatever the 2019 schedule, a bunch of ratings. I'm sure it's higher than some of them. A good chunk. Yeah. Um, Tiger, I thought was good. Tiger, actually, no, he was pretty wooded. You know. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah, he I thought he was to, really good at the end. He only talks to Henny. Henny Zool. Com- I mean, that's the thing. He's comfortable with her because he's. They've done so many interviews. Uh but yeah, he was good at the end. He actually opened up a little bit. Phil was good. Phil was doing his Phil thing, you know, throwing shots, and making fun of people, and making jokes, and yeah, wasn't afraid to say oh, that was a pretty bad shot by Ernie and things like that. You know, he was good. He was he was fine. Uh it was just it was just. Granted, you're working with two of like the greatest major championship finishes ever or or events ever. And so it's it's just like starting from position of strength there. But it was an enjoyable weekend. I mean, there's so many good ones though. Like they didn't even play twenty eleven. Yeah, I was wondering about that. What would have been like the worst one? Zach Johnson. Um everybody goes to that quickly. Like it's just being brutally cold. Everybody's laying up on par fives. I don't think score like there wasn't a lot of birdies, and then you have ZJ winning. I think that was up there. The, the Jordan Spieth one's bad. They played that one though, right? What's which one? Spieth's one's bad. The, the one where he collapses. It's just painful to watch. So yeah, Danny but it. I mean, it's dramatic. It's also painful. That that was the one that Westy should have gotten. Westy, I was gonna say painful for you for different reasons so immelman would be a bad one too yeah i don't i mean i was a little younger so i don't remember much honestly like if you scroll through the masters winners there there are two fluky winners immelman and zach johnson is cj fluky i think just given zach johnson wasn't supposed to win at augusta like i mean he's he's a (laughs) He's a very, very, very good tour player. Like he is, a, he he is a, but it's not, he's not Augusta winner. He's a top 10 to 15 American for a decade. He's, he's a generational player. Oh, I don't know if I go that far. What does that mean? I don't know. I top top 10 probably of the... I mean, he's top got... I, I don't know. Who, who else in, this, in his age group? What is I mean, he? Low 40s? In, He'd be in the Sergio, the Adam Scott um, age group, Justin Rose. Wow. I guess. I still don't He's feel got, like... He might be the same age as... How old is he? He's 42, maybe? Really? I thought he was older. But he did get 44. the hair restore. 
He's, he, he did the same thing as Erlocker. So maybe he feels like a young 44 now. He got his hair restored. Do you think they have the, the parade of um, billboards in Iowa like they do in, in Chicago of Zach Johnson? If they do, I'll, I'll drive and go see him. I'll like get in a car tomorrow and go see him. Where is he from? Like Cedar Rapids Cedar or something? Rapids. Billboards of Zach Johnson before and after everywhere maybe the pxg helmet <laughs> and then with the helmet off the next one i mean he's officially a brand ambassador for the same thing the Erlacher is the top dog but it's it's zj and one other guy he's, uh, so he's 44 okay i mean like he's probably like a he's about the same age as westy He's probably top 10 player of his age group. Gosh, man, doesn't feel like it, but uh, whatever. I don't know how we got on the CJ tangent, but that would have been a bad one to show. <laughs> That's all. Immelman would be a bad one. Just, just throwing a grenade at CJ for no reason tonight. <laughs> All right. Anything else off of the Masters rewinds? Uh, either way, it was just it felt like there was some sort of communal event for the golf corner of the world to watch at the same time. Uh, all right. Other news from the weekend: the tour is prepped to come back. Memo to memo to players: uh, prepared to come back with no fans. I don't really have any reaction to this. It seems like. They're not going to come back at Colonial. I mean, that's not official. But <laughs> Said very unlikely. I would hope. Uh, we don't need to talk about that, really. It's you would take that, right? If there's golf versus no golf, you just let's just do it with no fans, and that yeah, makes it passable. Just, let's go. I'd love to see them. Let's think a little bit more outside the box because I think, like, even till to get to the point if you think about just the progression of where we have to get to for a full field PGA tour event with no fans, that's like probably a thousand people to put that on. Yeah. With TV. Right. And, and before somebody says, don't do it, there's no reason to do it without TV. Yeah. But it feels like a thousand people that can kind of like, maintain the whole distancing thing as opposed to like crowds and in crowded spaces but i don't know that whatever let's just say just getting there is yeah as opposed to just doing something in the interim like what the nba is talking about with like horse and stuff like i'll we'll take anything you could do brutal today oh just the cameras but i mean the bar is low did you see saturday night um Totally off topic, but like an Instagram live between between DJ Premier and Riza, just like held the entire world captive. They each like played their catalogs, like their rap catalogs. I didn't see it. it. Had almost it was pushing two hundred thousand uh, viewers on Instagram live. Unreal. It, see, that's it's what just I'm like saying. people. Everybody's talking about it, the entire conversation. Now, I'm not suggesting golf could pull that off but it like it is like an opportunity to get creative because there's so little competition there's so little like people just want to feel good and watch stuff and and they can do it they could do a two-person match with three cameramen yeah that's like a responsible thing 
Yeah. And that's, yeah, I, that's I, my, my thing is like, okay, like we're so far from, I, I, I don't want to sound negative or pessimistic, but yeah, it's not, um, but it's just try and do something that's outside the box. Like it'd be it, great it, to get a couple things like that in May. Yeah. Play some, play some golf. That's very, very responsible socially. Yeah. Um, all right, what else in terms of news? Nicholas says he thinks Memorial will go to July. Just more schedule stuff. Doug Sanders passes away. Do you know anything about Doug Sanders, really? I, I saw well some stuff. Hard. I saw some stuff uh, on Twitter. The Peacock of the Fairways was his name. Really? Not related to Sanderson Farms, where you're under the impression they're butchering peacocks for consumption. It's an interesting coincidence. So Peacock grew- of Fairways, Sanders, Sanders' son. <laughs> Trying to Peacock connect the dots son. here. You got your tin, what, what do you call it usually? Your tinfoil man? Tinfoil tin foil hat. hat. Yeah. All right. Uh, I Sanders- could put, we could get this on a big chart like they do it in the in Homeland or whatever. Yeah, you we know, could, could sketch it all together. I got to read you a couple of things. He's, he's an old timer. He was, I think, 86. He uh he did he came very close to in a couple majors. Yeah, he, yeah, four I believe he was runner up, but he had he has a really flat swing, like super flat. This is he grew up in Depression era Georgia, like with nothing. He had an orth, unorthodox stiff legged stance with an abbreviated backswing that he honed as a youngster to keep his shots under control because time was precious. While caddying on a nine-hole course, he would sneak onto the fairways with his brother when no one was around in order to avoid the fees needed to get his round in quickly. So the fairways were only so wide, we had to keep the ball in the middle where we could find it and run in case somebody spotted on the cor- us on the course. This is how he started swinging. Abbreviated, cool. quick swing, and then to keep it kind of just controlled and in the middle because... They didn't have to. They didn't have time to go look or, or wander off. They wanted to just, you know, run straight down the middle of the fairway and get out of there. Um, his big one was he missed a jab to three footer on the 18th hole at St Andrews to uh, win the Open. I want to say 1970. 1970. And uh, jabbed a three footer, then lost to Nicholas in the 18 hole playoff the next day. Nicholas. Almost hit him with his putter. Have you seen that? No. That was one of the times where Nicholas launched his putter up in the air and it almost came down. Sanders had to like dive out of the way. He almost got clocked with it. This is after he misses a three footer to win the thing. He had three other runners up. Just a You know he look. grew up picking cotton as yes. a child? Yes. Yes. And so he wore these like garish outfits right and that's how i became known as the peacock of the fairways so he loved nightlife he hosted show business celebrities at his houston home and he owed dozens of slack shoes and sweaters this is ridiculous pharmacists pharmacists sometimes emptied prescription capsules whose colors attracted him and he told golf digest i'd stick the top half of an empty yellow capsule on the bottom half of a blue one and send it to the factory where my shirts were made, shirts and slacks were made, and say color it the same way. 
Wow. He figured out his outfits from pills, pharmacist pills. Was he going hanging out, hanging out at the pharmacy a lot or something? I don't know. So he came up with nothing. Now he's like, pick, you know, he wants to be showy and flashy and had a super flat swing. And uh, he's like, I figure the gallery gets as nervous as we do sometimes. And we ought to try to help them enjoy themselves. So he would like interact with the crowd. Some guys just, just don't have it in them to get the laughs from the crowd. But they shouldn't run, resent the rest of us putting in a good show. That's what we're out here for, isn't it? So real showman, Doug Sanders, the, the 70 jabbing a three footer sounded like a complete 20 PGA tour wins, 20 PGA, not, not a, you know, scrub four runner ups in, in majors could be, could be Ricky's career when it's all said and done. He's not getting 20 PGA tour wins. You think Ricky can get 20 PGA tour wins? He had 12 major top t- top fives, too, or top tens. I don't think Ricky's interested in 20 PGA Tour ones. The guy makes a gazillion Does, dollars a year. Can the not... hero count? <laughs> uh, okay, so RIP. What's, what's, what's Ricky at if you count the hero? Eight? He's never won the hero. I thought he did. He won the hero. He did? Yeah, he won the yeah. hero. All right, maybe once. It was I a don't... big win. That was one everybody said it's going to be his career's changing. Big year for Rick. Big year. All right, so RIP to Doug Sanders. Um, yeah, he won the hero in 2017. Fantastic. Good for Ricky. He's um, got nine worldwide wins. Ricky could get to 20 worldwide wins. Not 20 PGA Tour wins. What yeah. Is he a PGA Tour win? How are we talking about? We're playing the hit. ZJ and Ricky. Well, I'm just saying. 20, career denigration. It made me think 20 wins and uh, and no majors could be Rick. With a bunch of, bunch, of, bunch of close calls. Close calls. That would be rough if Rick jabbed a three-footer. I mean, Sanders had some like amazing quotes about it. He's like, a, you know, they asked me if I ever think about that putt. I missed to win it. All he needed was a par. He goes, I tell them sometimes it doesn't cross my mind for a full five minutes. <laughs> He's just thought about it the rest of his life. All right. Uh, and then the guy's throwing a putter up in the air. He almost gets clocked by a putter. What would it take for you to... Throw a putter in there? No, to go at someone, a competitor, in a, in a competitive round, whatever it be. Like yell at him? I mean, like, get in his face. Yes. I don't know. A lot. It would take a lot for you to get there. Yeah. I mean, Nicholas, like, it's 1970. Nicholas is already, like, lead dog. And some guy almost hit me with his putter, and I'm already, like, you know, pissed off about blowing a major. I would be, I would start cursing him out. I was like, what the fuck, man? What the I hell mean, are you doing? I don't think he purposely tried to, though. I, of course he's not purposely tried to, <laughs> but he, in fact, did. Well, I, I, think, it, I think there's like... Watching your putter in the air. You just I can't agree. Be I bet that. Nicholas felt really bad, though. I'm sure he did, but like, it, it still happened. He almost killed them. I just, just he almost chill out. killed them. Don't throw whatever. He, he knocked them out. Anyways, I, I think I would curse the guy out. I wouldn't be happy about that. I'd already be pissed. Okay. All right, let's move off. RIP Doug Sanders. 
I I don't know. I I don't think I'd get that mad. What would it take? Somebody accuse you for cheating? I mean, I inappropriately, inaccurately. It'd be some. It'd have to be something like with maybe them cheating would get me really like cheat. If you were playing somebody in match play and they cheated blatantly, cheated and then denied it, that would probably get you pretty blood boiling. Yeah. One time I really got in a guy's kitchen one time. <laughs> this is where I, this is what I want to hear. We were playing a match in this state match play tournament. Yeah. Yeah. He was a real strange guy. <laughs> I mean like <laughs> and, uh, well, Maybe having, he thought you were strange. I just having to talk. I just you're playing just this guy and like there's nobody else there and he, he, it was not something that I wanted to talk to. I did, he, I by like the eighth hole I was like, you into music? He's like, no, I don't listen to music. I'm like, you like sports? Oh, I don't watch sports. I was like, you like going out? I mean, I was like in my 20s at that. No, I, I don't go out. And I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. But anyways, <laughs> so I was up a few. On him. I was up like three holes or something. And he started coming back. And he got all, he was getting all, you know. Gesticulating. Yeah, we'll just, it. yeah. Yeah. And, about it. And he hit it. He hit it really tight on this hole, and it was like eighteen inches, twenty inches above the hole. And I was like, you know what? I'm not. And this is like, you know, we got like five holes left. I'm like, I'm not giving this to him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and he missed it. Well, there you go. And he went fucking nuts. <laughs> he was so mad at me for not giving him the putt. But it, I mean, <laughs> did you feel? Like, did you? I like, it? I like laughed to myself because <laughs> he missed it. <laughs> I, I know, but when he goes nuts on you, are you like feeling sheepish or you feel dug in, validated, right? I mean, well, I, I mean, he missed the putt. I, he yeah, missed the right. putt. Like, what do I? That's what I'm, It's golf. You got to make the putt. I mean, that's some people like if a guy's going nuts acting out, you're like, well, I didn't right, feel bad I'm, at all. Good. This, all right. Good. So, good. anyways, we go to the next hole. It's like a par five. I chip it up to like an inch. Like, I mean, a literal inch. And he asked me to mark it. <laughs> so he loses that hole. <laughs> so I was two up then. We tie the next hole. And we have two holes left. And this hole. So like, I, this was like a good match. I mean, I, I was a couple under par. I play. Yeah. I was playing really good golf at this point in my life, and I make uh, I make like a ten or twelve footer on this par five for birdie, and and it closes out the batch because he was in there like three feet for birdie. Yeah, and he, it's like I make a putt to win, and it was like a breaking putt. It was not yeah. an easy putt, and and he he goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> you low lip it in I mean I've been lipping them out all day been lipping them out all day like not good match not hey great putt <laughs> so then he goes do you want to play the last hole for, for like 50 bucks I go nah I'm good I just walk in <laughs> guy sounds like a peach Oh, uh, he's a psycho. <laughs> Never seen him again. Oh, good. good. 
All right. Well, that's the closest you come to real confrontation in competitive play, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Thank some you. money matches sure. go awry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sure. Sure. So those those could get heated. I guess that's where it would get heated. Yeah. 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 You want to be on the up and up on that. Anyways, that's the digression. I'm just thinking if guy almost hits me with his putter after I lost the major, I'm already running oh, hot. I got a great story. I'm going to keep the names anonymous. Okay. This was, I was a witness to this. Okay. This was the, the craziest thing I've ever almost seen a, a fight on a golf course, like where I, I was breaking up a potential fight. Yeah. So it was that we were playing a foursome. And like I knew all the people in the group had played together multiple times and they were all, were all I would consider friends. What was the match? Foursomes or no? It, it was a... like a scotch game. Okay. But it wasn't over money or anything. Yep. So this one guy hits it. He hits a really great shot. It hits the flag. It bounces like it's it's a par three, so he hits the flag, ends up ten feet away. Other guy, so the whole way up, he's like bitching. He's like, yeah, man, I got really screwed. I got screwed by the flag. I got screwed by the flag. It should have gone in. The flag screwed me over. And the other guy in the group goes, you know what? You didn't get screwed. You got lucky. That ball would have ended up way past the hole if the flag wasn't there. That wasn't that, wasn't that good of a shot. And they just started arguing and almost got in a fist fight over that. What a dumb thing to get so worked up They about. didn't speak to each other for a year. Oh my to, to my knowledge, they don't speak still. <laughs> And these were people that probably played a dozen to 20 rounds together on the year. <laughs> Completely a, friendship over because what of... A, what a dumb thing to fight about. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Me and my buddy that were playing in the group looked at each other and we were like, is this happening? Because they were like about to throw throw punches. How old were these people? In their twenties? No, one man, one guy was it. One guy was like late thirties. Other guy was late twenties. Holy shit! Maybe thirty. I mean, it was the most unbelievable thing. (laughs) The one, the one guy going, no, you know what? You got lucky. Good stuff. All right. That was an unplanned story time. Hey, do you hear the thing about Tiger with the whole ones? No. How he had 20 before 2000, and he's only had one since. Crazy drought, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they asked him about 16, right, last year? That's that's it, huh? That's it. It's kind of a crazy run. That's what happens. Um. That's why all right, all we also, ones are overrated. <laughs> all right, we also had a quick... Uh, by the way, we were supposed to do DL3 today, but it's just Easter, and we can't do hours of research. It's, that's planned. We got a good thing coming Wednesday, and uh, Faldo as well this week, I think, right? Yeah, I think Never, so. I mean, it's, everything's tentative. 
you know, we got, when you get we, your episode. We got something good for Wednesday. No, no, maybe not. It. Maybe not good. Don't oversell. Different. It. Different. There you go. Um, all right. So it's a separate game we wanted to do today. So I don't know if this is best case scenario. I don't know if this is worst case scenario. It's just a scenario. We're trying to be happy here. Say we can only have 10 events for the rest of the year. 10 events, whether they're consecutive weeks, they could be, you know, whatever, spread out, or they could be just only, you know, time and circumstance, whatever. That We have one in September, then we have four weeks off because, you know, other events can't be played, whatever it is. 10 more events, and we get to pick which 10 we want or which 10 we would prefer this year to give us. And obviously... If it was already played, Riviera. Or if it's canceled, we can still use it. Oh, you're changing the rules up on me. Well, we can't. Some of these, I might I want... mean, the Open is not going to be played. Well, that's fine. But if we if we get... This is our dream world. We get 10 events. You want the players, huh? You want the players back. There you I, go. I might take take Charlie Charlie Hoffman's hometown tournament. <laughs> what is that? Valero, Texas Open. That's not his home. He's the adopted son. He's the oh, number one. You're full of, yeah, okay. I'm just making it up now. All right, so 10 events. We, we are going to... I mean, are we in agreement, the three majors that are left on the calendar? These are the I, first We don't three? know. We got to pick them out. You get first pick. God's sakes. Oh, you want me to go in order? You get first pick. I get second pick. Okay, I'll just say the Masters. I mean, we're in the Masters mood given the past weekend. You know, I'll, I'll say the Masters. I think in November and Augusta, truly unique, kind of wild, different, interesting scenario Masters. All right, I'll go chalk. I, as much as it pains me, I'll take the U.S. Open. Why does it pain you? What does that mean? I I want to go out. I I want to get creative here. We'll oh, take okay. Some other events. All right. Okay. I thought like I thought you were like against the US Open there. For no, me. no. Okay. Okay. I'll take the US Open at Wingfoot. You just want to be saying like DLF for the US Open. Well, DLF is on my list. <laughs> oh god. The Indian Open. Not to tip my hand or <laughs> uh, all right. So US Open. It, it, these are not like necessarily the dates they're scheduled for. Just just we gonna happen. We want these. If that if it's not at Wingfoot, does that change for you? Say it's got to be at Tory South and North in December. Well, then we'd get Wingfoot next year, so that wouldn't be that bad. The worst case would be cancel and Tory next year, no Wingfoot on the schedule. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I will go with the PGA Championship, TPC Harding Park. Wow, over the open. Well, I just have the, I told you, I have the open not on the board. It's not happening this year. I mean, of course, if the open, if that's your world you want to operate in, fine. Throw it out there. All right. I'm taking Trinity Forest. Give them last one, hurrah. one last hurrah. The ATD Byron Nelson. They, they don't deserve to go out the way they went out. They deserve one firm and fast, you know, not rain, thunderstorm laden event. With the PGA Tour, you know, playing lobbing softballs to the to the players, afraid to afraid to push the push the, what what the uh, course can do. That would be fantastic. It's not happening it, though because it's already canceled. Is that true? They yeah. weren't. I thought they were going to try to do that. No, it's put, canceled. It is. Yeah. <sighs> okay. 
All right. So we've got those four. For number five, I'll say the Ryder Cup. Wow. I didn't even think about the Ryder Cup. I mean, you don't want to lose the Ryder Cup. I think this year has a opportunity to be truly kind of unique in terms of how they pick the teams. Could be just a buddy system. Could be a straight world ranking system, which would be boring. But, you know, you could have hurt feelings. You could have infighting. You could have lobbying in terms of, you know, certain players blackballing others a la, you know, Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. That's example you're you know prone to citing uh i just think it, you don't want to lose a rider cup it's totally unique and you don't want to ever lose it so all right i'm gonna take the uh euro pga championship wentworth yes why because it's i'm not saying it shouldn't belong but i think curious. it's the i think it's the fifth best tournament of the year behind the majors yeah now you're just talking out your ass. Boozy won it multiple times. What does that have to do with anything in 2020? It's the European Tours major. I understand. I'm not uh, okay. I'm just I'm just gonna have some representation across the pond. That's all. Huh? Are you gonna take uh, the Swamp Pass Invitational? Next? Do you like that L's L's design? Does that offend your sensibilities? I mean, Is they that- should they should be restoring it to Harry Colt. Offends a lot of people's sensibilities. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's six. What's the swamp? No, I'm not going to take the swamp. No, that is that, that. That that's. I don't. That wouldn't be if this list was thirty long. It wouldn't make the list. I don't think. <laughs> not nothing against the good people of Memphis. Great town. Usual disclaimer. Great people. Amazing food. Amazing. Like I can't wait till you pick the Sanderson. I'm not going to pick the standards. I'll say uh, WGC match play. Austin, good location, good venue, good format, different style. I hate that we lost it. Is that officially canceled? I yeah, it's it officially might. canceled. Would be nice to plug that in. Sell some more Dell computers. You know, I didn't even know Dell still existed. I mean. I don't think it's like more of a. I, I now I'm, we're way out of my area of expertise, but I don't think it's like an. It's like a hardware company anymore. Really, they're not like making. You imagine I, I if you started a new job and they're like, "Here's your new work computer. Here's your Dell laptop." You'd be like, "What?" <laughs> Do you ever have a gateway with the with yeah. the cow? Oh yeah, the cow box. Those were. Bit, oh. did, was that your college computer? Uh it was like. Uh, I don't think college, but growing up, it was like my parents' house, you know. They, they had their moment in the sun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. The Gateway. Ca- the cows. The-, the box would come. It'd be a cow pattern. <laughs> you get all excited. Um. All right. So, Austin, match play. I'm going to take the DLF. We only get 10 events and you're putting that one. As well, a- imagine all the best players in the world playing there. Yeah. Hey, that's a separate. Th- I mean, they're not going to go. They're going to be like the hell with it. I'm not going to India. I'm you know, just going to play. You're putting too much logic into this. I thought the, the was all the best players are going to play these 10 events. Oh, no. I'm just saying a realistic 10 events we could save or they're playing this year. Uh, by the way, did you see all the best players going? Just kind of jog my memory. Uh, 
I think it was a Rex Hoggard article. Rafa Cabrera Bayo is just stuck at Sawgrass. Hasn't left since the players. Oh, can't get out. Rented a house. He's just like, well, I figured like this would be the best place to stay. And he's just like, he's staying there until further notice. Sawgrass is still open for business. Is it? Yeah. What does that cost? Like 500 bucks or something? Yeah. Four, so. three, 300, 400, something like that. Uh, what if there were one place you had to be stuck to like practice and play, which is what I think his argument was like he figured they would keep PJ tour headquarters open or at least a practice facility. Where one would quarter, I be? Yeah. You're like an infinite quarantine, not infinite, but say I'd, I'd say my house. I got all I need here. I got my rocket net. Oh God. <laughs> Activation. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like podcast Rick over there. <laughs> You saw the opening, you went for it. <laughs> I just had to throw that out. One course, one course that I would be stuck yeah, at. Just a facility course, a setting venue, whatever. I mean, Maybe. I'd probably pick like Cypress Point. You could be hitting balls in the ocean, spot. like Brian Watts, yeah. hitting balls, you know, whatever it is. I yes. think that would be about as good of a spot as you could be. You wake up in the clubhouse every day, looking over the ocean. Maybe Not you could. A bad one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good pick probably what a lot of people would say it wouldn't be sawgrass though i mean sawgrass would be great though i mean if you're talking about places like there it wouldn't be many places there'd be a lot worse places than sawgrass yeah bike up and down the million dollar drive go hit some balls all right so where where are we you said you did dlf you know, I wish I knew when we were riding bikes around Sawgrass Compound, <laughs> what I was riding on. Which, whether it was the $17 million drive or just the average yeah. Yeah. pathway. Mm-hmm. We did used to ride bikes around Sawgrass. That was in younger days. Um, You're up, right? Yeah. I'll say uh, Canadian Open, which I think is probably not going to get played. Because more stringent stuff, but what, what that's yeah, I didn't even think of it in, in terms of the venue, but yes, Canadian Open, National Open would be good to have. So what is that? Nine? No, that's seven. Maybe it is nine. I think it's nine. But go ahead. We did three majors: the Ryder Cup, match play. That's five. I think it's nine. I think we're down to nine. All I'm right. Glad. I'm going to pick the BMW championship. I had that on my list as well. This specific is that, is that Olympia Fields North. Okay. And I could stay in my house in a tent. Plus it's, plus it's the Western Open. That's, I mean, yeah. it's no longer open. It's not the, don't, don't call it the Western Open. But, but I do think like the, the tour. The, blood, the blood's on the tour's hands there. I think there should be an effort to. I don't know. I think there should be an effort to preserve the events that have made the tour what it is. Whether I'm surprised that's, that we didn't have the Wyndham. Why? I mean, I think that's a great event. I would hate to see it lost. But I, I have Colonial on my list. Hypothetical. I think a Western Open type. Uh, I guess. It's you know, not I, Colonial. It's the Challenger. Whatever. Whatever it the is. The Challenge. Travelers is up there for me. What else did you have on there? I had uh, the Scottish and Irish Opens. Yeah, of course. I, I kept it to just PGA Tour. Anyways, we're basically, it was an exercise to say we absolutely don't want WGC in a tech 
put to the front of the line. And I think that's what's going to happen. And it's going to suck, you know, as we lose all these other great events. Anyways. All right. Should we do AMA? We were going to do a few questions. You even want to do this? Yeah, we should do a few. I got one for you. Okay. Let me pull them up here. We're getting slowly getting through these. We're not allowed to dodge any of the questions. That's the, that's the conceit of the game. Uncle Buck Naked Shorty wants to know, why did Jeff Shackelford block me? I mean, this could be a litany of reasons. <laughs> I don't know. You got, you know, you bad takes on golf course architecture. You, I don't know. I don't know. You doubted the veracity of one of his reports. Mr. Scoop, he became Mr. Scoop with some of the PGL stuff and Brock. I don't know. What what would be your guess? He likes he liked the bunkering at uh maybe this Uncle Reese, Buck. Reese Jones bunkering at twenty five. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like Every that. hey, new podcast uh for Jeff. Check it out. That's right. Yeah, you know? he came out of the gates with Bamberger and Crenshaw, I think, in the first couple episodes. Yeah, so sharp distinction from what what we're doing here, <laughs> uh, purposefully. All right, uh, my turn, or your? T- you got another one. You're up. Okay. Last year in late January or early February, this is from Kamal. You guys recorded an interview with the top player you lost because of one you forgot to hit record. Who was the said player? Should we, I don't should we ever, release the tapes? No. Keep, release, there are no tapes. I'm Nothing saying, should we recorded. keep it in doubt? Yeah, I don't think you should tell. It's still a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Yeah, one of the legends of the game. We were we, we talked for 30 minutes. and could, could be one of the reasons why we don't do, do guests very much. <laughs> Just still traumatized from that. Yeah, not a good one. Right. Uh, I, so that's your answer. It's the Hall of Famer, never to be revealed. Okay, go ahead. Quarantined in Utah, Dino wants to know when are Brendan and Andy going to film a dude strip to Jupiter to expose the lack of public affordable golf and teach Brendan about Utiki, Papa Chulos, Food Shack. Locals don't go to Square Grouper that much, and parking sucks at the woods. Good, good insider tip from Dino. Wow, how about that? I'm, I'm... Yeah, in, maybe next year, right? We, we always say, say this. We always say it. I we we got to go to, down to the swamp next year. Jupiter doesn't seem like a place that would be, you know, right. Is there a lot of demand for public affordable golf? I think. Well, they used to have a public uh, Seth Rayner course, what North Palm Beach. Uh, Jack Not Nicholas redesigned it. Condos or something? Okay. No, it's. It's gone. What do you think? Yeah, whatever. We don't need to get into that. Okay. I, I, There's a cool par three course, Palm Beach par three. Lots sure. of influ- influencers like to go take pictures there. Uh, okay. That, no, I think that's it's a top priority, right? Getting down to the swamp. We have that's- friends in the swamp. We have a lot of intel in the swamp. I'd say that's a bigger priority than some majors. I would say so. I would agree with you. Um, if you could play one, uh, uh, what golf course did Brendan caddy at growing up? I grew up in a suburb of Cleveland. Uh, caddied at Canterbury Golf Club. Great, great caddy program. East side Fam- of Cleveland. Famous course. 
Somewhat, yeah. Yep. Didn't Ben Hogan win something there? Not Hogan. O'Meara won the amateur. <laughs> 79 US amateur winner. Nicholas won the uh, PGA Championship to break Bobby Jones's major championship record. At the Knew time. there was some big There's several Lawson Little. There's a couple of US Opens. Oh, Lawson Little. Uh, Ralph Goodall won there. It's older, older course. But it's Overclub Challenge. Side of the Overclub Challenge. Um, all right, one more. If you could play one, this is Mike Ann's. If you could play one golf course for the rest of your life and only that golf course, where would you play? Oh, is that Cypress again? I mean, no, nah, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll venture, I'll, I'll veer out of there. Um, I'm gonna make it a public course so everybody could go play it. But it's just you. Uh, well, I just am gonna. I want to, you know. I want everybody it, it to be something that everybody could go play. Yeah, all right, Bernie Sanders over there. Okay. Uh, but honestly, I'm, golf course. And I'd have to live there all the time if I play it every every day. I have to live in the area, right? I don't know. I, there aren't. There weren't is a lot this, of stipulations. Is it, is it just Pretty in my backyard? Question. Is it You're just in my ask. backyard? Are you trying to do another activation? I don't no. know. What do you mean? I'm no, sorry. I don't know. I think it's if you could play one course for the rest of your life. What is it? Yeah, I guess presumably. I'd have to live in the area then, right? Yeah, but then. The, well, that's yeah. going to change my answer then. Okay, what is it? I don't know. Because location would be more important. If it meant yeah. you had to move out of Chicago or move out of where. Okay. Then I'd have to choose something in a probably like a relatively urban area. I don't know what I would choose. Okay. Next question. Roundabout way to get there. What? <laughs> maybe maybe Rustic Canyon. In LA. Yeah. Because then I'd live in LA. Yeah. Shackford would unblock your buddy, maybe. Yeah. Uncle Buck. Uncle All Buck. right. I'd I'd play play Rustic Canyon if if Shackleford unblocks Uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I choose it. All right, Daniel Kilgore, what golf demographic were you trying to target with the pod versus which market do you think you've actually cornered? Not the one we got. I don't know what demographic we were targeting. I mean, I do, do we do we look like the kind of people that would be targeting demographic? Anything? Had any plan? No, I I don't know. Just people who like golf. Hopefully, aren't idiots. Hopefully, aren't. I think I would say hopefully are idiots, <laughs> not morons. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, I got one for you. Yeah, it's from at Brendan's cough. Okay. Does at Brendan Porath give you a signal over Skype when I'm about to pop in, or does he just violently jerk his head away from the mic? The latter, I think, right? I would say the latter. We don't you really do just... signals. Yeah. There's no signals. For a while, I would just like throw my arm with the microphone across the room, you know, just try to get away. I, you know, the cough's been gone. Cough has been, I've been steady, smooth sailing for a while now. Don't, don't say that. You're going to jinx yourself. All right. Um, if Prime Ernie and Brooksy fought on Ernie's plane, who would win? <laughs> Prime Ernie, to be clear. I think, I think that's an easy win for Ernie. 
You think? Yeah. <laughs> Brooks isn't that tall. Ernie's a big boy. Ernie's bigger than I am. I'm not. I mean, not to say I'm big, but what I'm just that's the frame of reference I have when I walk. He's as tall as I am, at least. He's got to be like six four. I mean, his reach. He's just gonna be like holding Brooks. Brooks. I think he would slap Brooks around. All right. He's got. What the do reach. you think? Yeah, I don't think that's really much of a contest. Nothing against Brooksy. Brooks might have been a boxer in his other formative days. You know, when it's. I think. I think Ernie's, you know, had to test his, test his skills more often than Brooks has had the, to test. The other thing is Ernie would have the red wine power, and Brooks would be on Mick Ultras. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he gets into like doesn't he get into some like Jaeger and like Red Bull stuff? Like really like Jaeger bombs? Frat bro. When type. was the last time you had a Jaeger bomb? Oh, a while ago. <laughs> Thankfully. I like honestly can't even remember the last time I had one. But I gotta say, if I was offered one, I would kind of be gleeful about it. <laughs> happily take it. I wouldn't want to make it a regular practice. <laughs> But you know now, now you're kind of wetting my appetite here. Maybe at the at the the Bixby house, we'll get some Jaeger bombs. Okay. Um, Jaeger bombs. With all. Um, with all this, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you go. With all this, uh, it's another question. All this talk about ball and tech, tennis racket size driver. Sean Clark wants to know Andy what's in the bag. The Alpha. We already, we already talked about that. Removable core. Yeah, the great big Bertha Alpha. Clark, uh, Sean Clark also asked, what's something interesting about Jazz Janowananod? Janowananod. Oh, Do you God. have your file ready on him? I don't have my file ready on him anymore. Do we know anything interesting? I told you the one thing about how he signs his signature is as a, as a, one of those music symbols. <laughs> Such a dumb fact. <laughs> He's yeah. fr- jazz is friends with uh, Barry Henson. That's another fact that I have go. offhand. There's All something right. about. Ah, I wish I could remember. I I have notes. I, it would just take me a long time to find them. Let me see if okay. I can. No, 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 no. Jazz. I, can I ask one more? Here's Josh LaBelle. Which Larry would you rather have as partner? Fitzgerald, the sandbagger you'll probably win with, but question your integrity. Oh my god, Fitzy in a drive-by shooting, uh, or Larry the Cable Guy? You'll shoot a best ball <laughs> in six, and every hold putt comes with get her done. But you know those all those six for fives were legit. I'm taking Fitzy for no no questions asked. Oh, so that's a that's a black mark for your integrity, Andy. It's a, I I think that his handicap's legit. I mean, the, the whole cable guy experience sounds quite miserable. You know, every hold putt is just the, the pomp and circumstance of, you know, the cut sleeves and the shouting. I just, I don't know that I could do it. I do don't know you, that I could do it. Do you want some uh, some jazz facts? Sure. All right. Uh, his real first name is Atawit. His nickname comes from his father, who loves jazz music. <laughs> It's always the most simple. Like, what? What is? But why? Why does the son have to bear bear that? Why not? Why doesn't the dad go by jazz? Maybe the son didn't like jazz. Maybe he didn't know what jazz was. That's kind of not fair. But okay. 
At the age of 14 years and 71 days, he became the youngest golfer to make the cut on the Asian tour. Pretty good. At age 20, he took a two-week sabbatical to go to Buddhist monkhood, which he credits with his success. Sure. Who wouldn't? I mean, yeah. So He's this high, is a, right? He's yeah. High. This is a, before that, golf was everything to me, and it gave me so much pressure during competition. I have been competing with less pressure ever since and starting to get better results. All right. Two weeks with the Buddhist monk. Um, he could, he considers uh, Kiradich his his mentor. Sure, sure. So it's a music. He signs his name. It's the music symbol, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then a a z z in all caps. That's it. Yeah, it's like a note, musical note. You write. That's amazing. He, That's he loves. He loves addicted to American fast food. Like you can't get enough of it, I guess. Who is it? He's not. It doesn't show. You know. No. He also chipped in for Eagle to when he got his Euro card, Euro Tour card. He chipped in for Eagle on the last hole to get it. Wow, that's amazing. Origins. All right, there's some jazz facts. I like it. All right, one more. Uh, Alex Zach. Nobody can ever. You got your jazz. Deep dive. There you go. I don't know if it's deep, but you got a dive. Well, we have a new level of deep uh, deep <laughs> dives. Alex Zacharias. When you check into a hotel that has two queen beds, do you sleep on the one closest to the door or the window? I don't know that I have like a set routine for that. Yeah, I don't either. I I, I, I want to say that I put my... My suitcase, which is bad, on on the on the bed closer to the door, and I sleep on the one further away. Yeah, I, I would think I, that if you cl- slept to the one closer, you'd have more of a chance against a burglar. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think I always sleep like tucked in, hidden behind the wall, closer to the door. Right? You're more of a sitting duck if you're farther yeah. away. On the window, he comes in, he's got gotcha. you. What are these hypotheticals? All right. I got one for you. Yeah. Greg Pace wants to know why you've never invited me on Morning Drive yet. Who? Oh, you, Andy? Because <laughs> I don't have the power. That's, I don't have the power to invite anybody. I'll do my best. I think we should. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'll attempt to. I, I'm trying to think. How, I think you'd do great, Andy. <laughs> I don't think I'd do well. You come on shouting about mangoes and raspberries and things like that. Oh, Maybe. speaking of. <laughs> there you go. New, new. Uh, my buddy turned me on to a new fruit. The sumo citrus. What is that? I feel like it's like a sumo um, orange. It's unbelievable. Get them. Really? Yeah. I'll have to keep an eye they're, out. They're very peelable. They're like more peelable than a clementine, but the clementine, but it's like an orange. It's unbelievable. Great texture, unbelievable flavor in season right now. Get it. All right. I, I've had three of them today. There you go. All right. 
Um, all right, last one will be a golf question. Keith Chambers, if you could watch any golfer, dead or alive, hit balls on the range for an hour and pick their brain, who would it be? Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Pick their brain. I mean, it's got to be someone who's interesting, though, too. Bryson would be, maybe. What? (laughs) I'm fucking with you. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just like you have the whole world and you went with him. Um, Who could actually, who, it's got to be someone who's interesting. What about Harvey Penick? Talk. Is it Penick or Penick? I think it's Penick. Um, I mean, Harvey Penick. How about the the kite Crenshaw things? Just insane, you know. What about it? What thing? That they were just, both yeah, amazing golfers. Taught, taught them both same age, sure. completely sure. different personalities, like polar opposite. Taught them both into great. I, I think that'd be my pick. Um. Okay. I don't know. Maybe Samson too. Sevy would be kind of fun. Sevy would be cool. I, I want it to be someone who's interesting to talk, you know, uh, pick, well, picking the brain. You need, there, there needs to be kind of a fascinating brain Monty? way of articulating. Monty would be fun. I know I'd be amused the whole time. <laughs> That'd be good. Who do you think would, would hurt your game the most? What does that mean? Like if you spent uh, the, the, all the time with him, and you'd actually get worse at golf from it. Oh, I don't know, Bryson. Bryson probably, yeah, He's up there. I'd come pa- away. Padraig Harrington, I think, would make you worse too. Yeah, come away with your head. He might be a good pick, a s- sneaky pick there. He'd keep you very entertained. He's yeah. got personality. Yeah. All right, one more. I lied. Pat Noor. I just want to keep getting through these. Do you think widespread use of top tracer on broadcast will change the way that junior golfers choose to build their swing and select a preferred shot shape, namely encouraging a stock fade? When I was growing up, nearly all juniors defaulted to a looping draw because of distance benefits. Without seeing top players... Without seeing the top players in the world clearly move the ball left to right with top tracer... Uh, it was very easy to presume that they all hit draws since that's seemingly the most natural. Well, the fade became more prevalent with the solid core golf ball. For what? Control? No, because you could hit it as far as the draw. It all, it all, they all go a Yeah, mile. they all go the same distance. The draw doesn't go really much further anymore. It might go a couple yards further now, but it's not like it used to be if you drew the ball, it went like 30 yards further than a fade. So, sure. like, I grew up drawing, drawing the ball, and it was the worst thing ever to get rid of, you know? And this is, like, part of the reason why younger players have such a big advantage over older players is, like, older players have had to rebuild their swings. Do you fade technique. it now? Yeah, I hit a fade now. It's But the thing, that knuckle fade is so reliable, and that's why everybody hits it, and you don't give up any yardage, really. Not anymore. Yeah. So do you think the widespread every use of- every good player is going to hit a fade? Every, do you think tracer has anything to do with it? No, it's just like the faders so can, eat fillet, hookers eat hamburger. You can see it on the TV. That doesn't matter. No, it's just okay. 
It's just like you're going to be a better golfer today if you hit a fade. Good anecdote about him growing up, though, because juniors defaulted to the. No, to the, but that was all because we had to get the yardage. I know, I yeah. know, but it's but he also it's like you don't have top tracer, and you just presume like a lot of these guys, almost everyone's hitting. See, I think those guys hit draws back in the day, though. Two as well. Yeah, yeah that's it. That was a thing. Who are the think best? About, draw well, think about now? think about um, Augusta. Everybody always used to, you have to draw the golf ball. Nobody right. draws the golf ball now. Rory, Rory but does. He, Rory's the best drawer of the golf ball. But he, does, I mean, he's not like an exclusive drawer. I think he can do everything. But he, he he's yeah. like the Pro, one guy Pro. that kind of hits the ball right to left. Right, uh, Patrick Reed hits a right to left slanger. He's a slanger. He's a slanger. All right, last question. That's it. Unless you got one more, you want to hit on? I got one more. Okay, Brett. Asks, uh, Brett Sura, Brett Sura asks, have you ever considered guests on the pod? Considered? We've had guests on the pod. We talk about this. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes we have them and we don't record it. They're lost to time. I don't know. It's, it's a philosophy we go back and forth on. And in this past year or so, we've sort of gravitated away from it. I don't know, right? What if the guest sucks? I mean, we'd like to think there was some amount of vetting beforehand and that the, just by their nature, they'll be interesting or we know they'll be good, but I, I don't know. I think like there's a cadence to the show and uh, we'll try to do more guests, maybe. I don't know. What do you, you have an opinion on this? I don't know. Guests are good. They, it's, you know, it takes a lot of work to get them. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't. We, we just we just to. we like the pace and the style of the show now, but maybe we should get some more guests. We do guests every once in a while, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily think this is an interview Q and A pod. No. You know? No. Not yet anyways. Wasn't I have planned. a Q and A pod. What you do? Yeah. What's that called? No. Yeah. Try that. Go check that out. <laughs> All right, everyone enjoy your Mondays. We have a fun little, what is it? Fun little show coming for you on Wednesday. Yeah, enjoy it'll be. Monday, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we will check in with you on Wednesday for a uh, different kind of experiment.